0: To reflect on the moment that our daughter issued her testimony. We too only want you, Jesus. She wasn't just talking about herself, but we were all in on the conversation. Lord, we just want you. Nothing else compares with your love that you have for us. Can he even come close Thank you. to the way your spirit makes us feel. Yes, yeah, your promise. We've come today, Lord, to rededicate ourselves afresh on this Mother's Day to tell you, Lord, we just want you. Yes, Lord. Would you fill us over and over again because we leak. We leak want to stay filled to the brim so our cups run over we just want you meet us now in the study of your word would you illuminate our hearts and our minds breathe on us father and may this encounter with your text change us set us on fire Give us a greater appreciation for who you are, what you're doing, and why you're doing it. In the name that's above every name, Jesus the Christ, we all said together as a family, amen, amen, and amen. Somebody holler, I just want him, I just want him. While you're standing with me. Please stand for the reading of God's holy word. Our text this morning is from the gospel according to John chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Let's praise God for Sister Anansa. Amen. What a word this morning. And the praise team, thank you daughters so much for lifting our hearts and minds. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't have a God I couldn't feel some of the time. St. John chapter 2, our Mother's Day text, verses 1 through 11. Title of our message today is going to be tagged, A Miracle for Mama. Amen. A Miracle for Mama. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. Yes, sir. And the mother of Jesus was there. Now, both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus, she said to him, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. And his mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. Now there were six water pots, water pots of stone, according to the manner of purification of the Jews. And they were containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, to those servants, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, now draw out some and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. Now, when the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it had came from, but the servants who had drew the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom. And he said to him, Every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. And when the guests have all became drunk or well drunk then he sets out the inferior but you have kept a good wine until now this was the beginning of signs that Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and he manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him and all God's people said, amen. amen. Look at somebody next to you with that mask on, some neighbor Oh neighbor. 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 This morning, this morning. My, pastor my pastor wants to talk to you about, to to you about. a miracle done, a miracle done. Just, for mama. just for mama. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. You may be seated. Beloved, this story today. Is a famous story. And it's famous because it's about the first miracle that Jesus ever did. And I'm glad about it. I'm glad about it because it is also a look at Mary, his mama, and her asking him to do some ministry in his own community. Before he does anything else. It was his mama that said. Jesus we got to do something. She saw a young couple that was in trouble. And it was Mary's idea. To rescue them. And it was Mary's idea. To see what she could do about the trouble. Mary was what I call a classy mama. She was classy because she cared about others. And she didn't want this big day in the neighborhood to end in a disgrace. She was a mama, Lisa, that knew what to do. Can I get a little help through that? Can I retell the story today? Love was in the air. And the town folk were spreading the news around that two of our babies are getting ready to get married. And everybody in this little town and village had gathered to come and witness the marriage of these two individuals from that neighborhood. In fact, Jesus was there and his four new disciples, Mary and all of her family. This was an important event. And back then, when somebody in the village got married... Everybody, Jose, came to the wedding So when we come to this text today We can learn just how much Jesus cared for his own mother While he was here on earth His first miracle Somebody say his first one It was done in honor of Mary It wasn't done because somebody at the wedding Asked him to do it Y'all catch it? Somebody in the community asked him. No, mama asked him. You should tuck that away right there. Yes, sir. Yes, and what son you know don't want to make his mama proud? No, 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 no. Now he becomes a son who wants to please his mother and honor her, Sister Ria, by serving someone else. So on this Mother's Day, let's learn from how Jesus did with his mama, and let's apply that in our own context. I have three things, Sister Zunigo, I want to talk about today. Number one, I want to look at a mother's mention. Number two, I want to look at a mother's message. And I'll land the plane talking about a mother's miracle. Y'all want to help me work? All right. Let's look at verse 1.1, a mother's mention. The Bible says it was on the third day. There was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. And should underline this in your Bible, the mother of Jesus was there. Now, both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding, and they ran out of wine. Mm -hmm. Underline this, the mother of Jesus said to him. See that there? Mm -hmm. They have no wine. Mm -hmm. Beloved, when we come to this portion of the text, we get to see, daughter Rochelle, a mother's mention in this story. Mm -hmm. It's the first of Jesus' miracles And it's at the wedding party where Mary sees that the wedding party runs out of wine for their guest. Now, the second thing in this verse that's alarming is that this would have been a great embarrassment for the bride and the groom. Can I tell you why? Weddings then lasted seven days. And it was the groom's and the groom's family responsibility to make sure everybody was fed and they had drink. They were to do this for seven days. But it's the third day. Y'all in here now? And they was hoping somebody wouldn't show up again on the morrow. Y'all in here? But everybody kept coming. And as a result, now they've ran out of wine. The third problem I see in this text is that they needed help and no one was available to help. So Mary, somebody holler Mary, Mary. took it upon herself to mention this problem to the Lord. (laughs) Now that's worth you coming to church today. See, this situation must have been pretty bad. And perhaps people became disappointed. Kadeem, I believe they begin to talk. You know how the wedding critics do. Huh? Oh, okay, all right. Well, let me say it this way. The crisis must have spawned some serious family shame. Because this party was supposed to go seven days. Yes, sir. Not end on the third. And Mary observed the shame and said, we got to do something to help this family. Yeah, Yeah, I wrote myself a note here, Reverend Mason. Mary knew a little something about being ostracized. She knew a little something about experiencing rumors. Lady Wilson, remember, she got pregnant as a teenager. She know how your people can do you. Come on, talk to me. They won't come to your face and talk about how disappointed they are with you. Well, some of them might. I don't know. But Mary is at the party and she witnesses the change in the party. And I like this because I believe she would not and could not stand by and watch these two young kids just getting married start their lives in a shameful manner like this. Come on, help me preach it today, y'all. But can I tell you, she was a mama who felt like I got to do something. I like that right there. Here's the application. This is a good look at how good it is to have Jesus in your wedding. I'm talking about the people that want to run to Vegas and everywhere else. You're going to need Jesus. Jesus in your wedding go, go, go. look if a marriage ceremony is going to be blessed you got to have Jesus involved in the ceremony yes, if the ceremony is going to bring God honor and glory you ought to have Jesus on, in the ceremony yes, sir. Can, I, can I keep going here yes, soon keep going. If, 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 if the ceremony is going to be a blessing to you you ought to want to have Jesus, Jesus in the ceremony. In fact, those people, Lady Wilson, who marry without God, they got problems from the beginning. I need to tell a struggling couple today, if you hold on, God can fix it. I need to tell somebody who's ready to walk out on your marriage today, don't do it. God can fix it. I need to tell a heavy heart today, you bow through, I promise you bout through, hold on. God can fix it. Send Jesus an invitation. Can I say some more? Secondly, I see in this text, we see that the mother of Jesus, Mary, she came to him with a concern. She becomes a picture. Here it is, brother Ed, of an intercessor in this verse. Y'all know what an intercessor is, right? It's somebody who goes on behalf of somebody else who can't talk to God. Mary takes their problem, yes, and because she's related to him, she becomes an intercessor for the one who needs help and they don't even know they need it. Okay, let me say it this way. Maybe y'all get excited. We need some more Marys in the church. Yes. Yes, sir. Some Marys who are close to God and can mention to him that we need some help. Y'all in here? We need some praying mamas who have a hold to God's ear and they can mention our circumstances and our situations at the foot of his throne. I feel like preaching to you. We need some mamas in the church. Who can see a problem. And just mention it to the God of heaven and earth. Knowing that he's the only one can fix it. We need some mamas. Who have some I'm just mentioning minutes with God. And they can tell God. All about your problem. Without you saying a word. We need some Marys. Who will take the initiative, Roy, and mention things to God so that God can change them from bad to good. My mama was a mentioning mama. If I just gave an inkling that something was wrong, I already knew she'd mention it to the Lord. Y'all in here now? If the church is going to be the church announcer in this global pandemic, we need some mentioning mamas. Some mamas that will carry your concerns to the throne of God. Praying mamas. Yeah, here it is, Mother Cindy. Praying mamas. Somebody say praying mamas. mamas. They know how to solve problems. Not cause them. Praying mamas know how to solve problems and mention things to God. While... They're laying on the altar. We've looked at a mother's mention. Let's look now at a mother's message. Are you in here? Verse 4 says these words. Then Jesus, after she mentioned it to him, he said to her, Woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour ain't came yet. My ministry ain't supposed to start yet. His mother said to the servant, She didn't even answer her baby boy. Whatever he tells you to do. Do it. Can I open it up? When you come to this next part of the story, we get to see that Mary has a message. For the servants that are at the wedding. Once she's carried the request to Jesus. Okay, let me say it again. She don't deliver the message to the servants. Until she's talked to Jesus. Not only does she have a message. This will really get you right here, nephew. But she has something everybody in the party don't have. She have eyes to see that there's a special kind of power at this wedding. The creator of all creation, Emmanuel, God with us, is in this wedding. And she the only one that knows the power that's in that room see why you need a praying mama come on lean in here I'm trying to help somebody today no one else knows it but there's a power in that room to fix whatever problem is in that room Mary knows that Jesus can save the day (laughs) and he can save the reputation of this young groom and this young bride she she knows he can do the impossible she knows that he's the one promise to save mankind and if anybody can save this situation her baby boy can come on say amen somebody Mother Mary, here it is. Uh, Let me say it this way. She just wants to see Jesus glorified. Glorified in the earth. In fact, Sister Wilson, I believe she's anxious for him to start this ministry that the father called him to start. She's like, here's your chance. They need some help right here. And why why is she anxious to see God do something? Because she had a relationship with him. Okay, let me say it another way. She had an expectation of him and for him. She knows that he's got a heart to save people. Why? The angel told her he would save his people from their sins. Are you with me here? Mary's lived with this expectation. And now that he's called disciples, she's ready to jumpstart the ministry for him. I thought y'all shout right there Okay, <laughs> Let me work some more According to the text brother Johnny Jesus then Makes a profound statement
1: uh-huh.
0: Listen to what he says Jasmine My hour Or my time To save people Has not come yet yeah. But notice this In his response Brother Ed he doesn't deny his mother's request.
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly. Y'all catch that? Yes, he didn't refuse her question. He didn't ignore her question. I think it's just kind of cute he responds to mom like that. He, 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 he sees her intercession, her inclination, her importuned desire to fix this tragedy. And he knows he can't tell mama no. Uh, Jesus was going to do it because this was a miracle just for mama. I feel like shouting right there. I said, I feel like shouting right there. Nobody else in the room know what was on her heart. Nobody else in the room even heard her ask God to do this on their behalf. So he ain't really doing a miracle for everybody in the room. He's doing this just for mama. How many know mama's got some special requests with God? Yes, sir. Mamas, I wish y'all shouting here with me. I'm a, come on, mamas, turn this church up today. How many have asked God to do something special just for you? And he did it. You can relate to Mary in this text. This is a just for mama kind of miracle. Just because you asked Mama He's going to do it And I look at this text too and I'm learning as a son So I'm living now I'm living in a space and time My mama's no longer here on earth I'm struggling I'm struggling with this day I promise you I am But I know where she is When I look at this text I was reminded of this What man you know Don't want to help his mama Every man got a special little something for his mama. He marries another queen and takes her and lives somewhere else. But if mama called today. Am I right, nephew? He's gonna drive everything and go do what mama needs. One man you know don't want to fix a problem that his mama has. Come on, help me in here. Oh God, I need your help i need your help what man you know looking in the eyes of his mama wants to tell her i can't do it he's gonna do it if he gotta move heaven and earth because mama asked him to do it can i say some more right now i know girls love their daddies but there's something about a daddy and a a mama and a son are you with me there's just something special about that don't get mad ladies i'm sorry Have your own and you'll see what I'm talking about. He wants to do something on her behalf. Secondly, what I see in this text, as a saint, Mary was a saint, she knew God. And as a mother, she knew him as her baby. You talk about a special relationship. Are you with me here? Mary knew that God answers prayer. And he hears the groans of his children. So by faith, she asks the servants at the party, whatever he says, do it. 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 (laughs) Can I just? She didn't ask Jesus first, are you going to do it? By faith, she just mentioned it to him. They are the wine. Come on, y'all. Y'all reading the same text? He responds, woman, you know my time ain't up. And she just walks out. Whatever he tell y'all to do. Okay, let me let me just preach my way through it. By faith. She knew her son. Here it is. By faith. She knew her savior. Would come through and make a difference. Why? Because by faith. She trusted that he cared. Whatever he tells you to do. She said. Do it. By faith she says that to the servants. Uh, Whatever the difficulty may be. Do it. Whatever the Lord wants y'all to do. Do it. Whatever he thinks of. And tells you to do. Do it. Anybody hear that word yet? Whatever direction he points you in. Do it. Don't ask no questions. Don't pick and choose. If you going to do it or not. I'm telling y'all. Just do it. Can I say some more? Now that she's taking the problem to Jesus. Mary knows now step back and watch him work did y'all catch that this ain't in my notes Mother Ross but she didn't get in his way <laughs> she know I told Jesus Paul about it now let me get out the way I already know he gonna work let me just get out the way y'all in here here's what I know Mary knew Mary knew that She took the problem to the master and she know now that things are about to change for the wedding. But watch this. But in order for the servants at the wedding to get involved with the miracle of God, they have to become participants. Y'all see that there? By obeying the command. Uh, Okay, let me mix. Make some sense out of it. Mary knew, Nansa, that God uses people to make changes in the earth. So she didn't just ask him to do it without finding the connection with people who were already present to serve. Okay. As a pastor. I know that God wants to change the community. And God is not gonna come down himself to change it, so he makes me look for people. Who are acting like they servants. And my job is to tell the servants, whatever he tells you to do. I can't make it no plainer than that, y'all. Isn't that powerful? Mary knows that God uses people to change people. He uses people to change circumstances. He uses people to change conditions on the earth. You got to quit praying, God, do this, do this. God said, I sent you. I put you in the church. The church is the one that changes the community. We've got this thing all twisted. That's right. As if, okay, God, I'm saying I'm going to glory. I'm good now. No. God says roll up your sleeves and get to work. You're the change you need to see. I wish I, wish I had a Christian that would quit complaining and start working. You know, we got back. Ain't we bad in North America? We complain about everything. But we just had a new president. And we just had an old president. President ain't gonna change nothing. He ain't come to your community. God saved you, and now he sends you. Y'all catch it? Yes, sir. Look at this text. Here's what I discovered we need some mothers in the church who can remind others do what he said. We need some mothers in the church who can move by faith and trust God with the outcome. Mary believed in the hand of God to fix that which was in trouble. She believed in the sovereign plan of God to change a bad situation. She believed in a God who hears and a God who cares. When she told those servants that, she trusted. The rest was in God's hand. Are there any mothers here today that know how to trust God with the impossible? I think I and ask that again. Are there any mothers in here today that know how to believe when you can't see your way out of the problem? Are there any mothers here ever had your back against the wall? Are there any mothers here who still trust the word of the Lord? Then let me encourage somebody today with Mary's message. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Whatever he suggests you do, do it. You believe God can make a difference. Do it if you know Him to be a more than enough God. Do it if you want to see Him open doors and fix your problems. Here, here it is. Godly mothers, they leave an impact on your world. Can I get a witness right there? I tell you what, if you if you've never lost your mother. You won't stand on this side of the aisle Nobody shook my world Like my mama did All right. Left an impact on me I can hear her voice I'm driving down the street Are y'all with me here I can dream at night and see her sometime That's the impact That her life Left on me Are y'all with me here Mothers do something That nobody else can do y'all in here now? Whatever he tells you to do, you ought to do it. We've looked at a mother's mention. We've looked at a mother's message. Let me land the plane now looking at a mother's miracle. Y'all pray me through this, okay? Verse 6. Text is interesting. It says, after she says that to the servants. Verse 6. Now, there were six water pots of stone. And they were there according to the manner of purification of the Jews. And each one of them were able to contain 20 or 30 gallons apiece of water, six of them. They were probably four to five feet tall, right? So they were big. Jesus said to the servants, fill those water pots with water and fill them to the brim. And then he said, after they filled him, draw out some now and take it to the master of the feast. Can I open this for you? Beloved, when you come here, you get to see Mary step back, share with her son and her savior her desire. And then Jesus moves into action. This miracle that he's about to do, is going to be the first as I mentioned ever in the archives of scripture what he's done but secondly hidden behind the miracle is this idea that God can use stuff that nobody else thinks of what do you mean I'm going to come off my script these water pots up that high
1: uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Carried twenty to thirty gallons of water. Uh-huh. So they were big. Yeah. But the water pots were used for the purification right. of the Jewish families. Wow. Say, what do you mean, Pastor? Uh. They didn't touch these pots unless they came into contact with a dead body. Mm. Purification was a ceremonial cleansing. You had to wash a certain way. So if you, we all went to a funeral, before we could regain or get back involved with the community, we had to use the water pots that were at home to bathe in. But that was the only use for these pots. They couldn't be used for anything else. Are y'all with me here? In other words, they were big enough to hold some stuff. But they were out of sight and out of mind. Okay. Nobody used them. They were an unlikely source. Nobody paid much attention I to see them. You, I see Are you. you with me here? Yes,
1: sir. But they had
0: some good value. They were just up outside against the wall. Here it is in the garage. Are y'all with me here? Jesus said, go get that, which everybody else has forgotten about. Go get that—that that nobody else thinks about. I want you to take it. I want you to fill it, and then I want you to pour it out. Oh, if I was at a good preacher's meeting, they'd be hollering right now. I see you already. Y'all know what those pots are, don't you? Yes, sir. It's a picture of humanity. I'm talking about the people that's been kicked to the curb. The people that's got problems. The people that nobody sees. The people that nobody thinks about. The people that nobody uses. The people that some don't even know are around. They forgot you even on earth. Jesus said, go get them. And then I want you to fill them up with some water. What water? Can I tell you what water? The water of the word. Fill them up with the water of the word. And then after you fill them up, I want you to pour them out. Why? Because I got some people at a party yes, sir. that needs a word. I got some people at a party, yes, that, needs a at a party right. that needs some good wine. Yes,
1: Somebody holler, a good wine. good
0: wine. I need them to get the word in them so soon as they, go, when they pour it out, people will get happy. They'll get tipsy. They'll get filled up with what I'm trying to give to the whole world. I'm cutting across the field, but can I help myself right here? I'm so glad I got filled up with the word. I'm so glad he found me broken, against the wall, out of commission, out of service. Nobody thought nothing of this boy. Are you with me here? But God sent some servants my way said the Lord has needed you. Filled you with the water. Yes, sir. Now he's been pouring us out. I'm almost through preaching. Can y'all give me five minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look what else happened in this text. The Bible says, after he told him to fill the pots, call the master of the feast and give him a sip. Y'all in here? Now what is a master of the feast? A master of the wedding. Back then, they had people That were like in our day Wedding coordinators Y'all know we hire a wedding coordinator To make sure everything go right They needed that person Because this thing was going to last seven days And while the groom and the bride were celebrating They shouldn't have to worry About the stuff that was happening At the wedding So it was the wedding master's responsibility To make sure They had good Jewish cake Good Jewish shish kebab. Y'all ain't here? Good Jewish meals and wine. This guy, something happened on his watch. And they ran out of wine. So when Jesus suggests to take him a sip, and he gets a sip of that holy wine. Hey, there it is right there. Good wine. He says, oh my. Somebody go get the groom. Look what he's saying to the groom. Man, usually people drink the good wine first. And then after people have gotten full, they bring out the cheap stuff. Boom, Strawberry Farm, y'all know what I'm talking about. Ripple, JC Ripple, whatever. The cheap stuff. He said, but you have saved the best for last. Isn't that something right there? And I'm through. I want to land the plane when I talk about that. He said, you saved the best for last. And I thought about that. This miracle was done because Jesus wanted to bless his mama. That's what this miracle was for. But the miracle ended up blessing more than just Mary. Can I say some more? Because this miracle sets off a chain of 37 other miracles that are done by Jesus in the New Testament. Somebody holler 37. And I'd like to close this Mother's Day celebration with day with call and roll on the miracles Jesus did. Can I say some more? He turned water into wine. That was the first miracle. He healed an official son in Galilee. That was the second miracle. He drove out an evil spirit in the man in Capernaum. That was miracle number three. Miracle number four, he healed Peter's mother-in-law. Miracle number five, he healed many sick people outside of mama-in-law's house. But he was saving the best for last. Jesus had his first miraculous catch of fish as miracle number six. Miracle number seven, he cured his first case of leprosy. Miracle number eight, he raised a paralyzed servant. Miracle number nine, he healed that boy that they brought down through the roof. Miracle ten, he healed a withered hand in the sabbath or on the sabbath day but he was saving the best for last yeah. miracle number 11 he saved or raised a widow woman's son yeah. in the city of Nain at a funeral miracle number 12 he was sleeping in the back of the ship yeah. spoke to the winds and the waves behaved. Yeah. miracle number 13 he cast out a bunch of demons, Roy, and sent them into a herd of pigs. Yeah. Miracle number 14, a sister caught him in a crowd, touched the hem of his garment, and by his blood she was made whole. Yeah. Miracle 15, he went with J. Iris to the house and raised his baby girl back to life. But he was saving the best for last. Miracle 16, two blind men was on the side of the road begging. He stopped by and gave them their sight, Ebony. Miracle 17, he healed a man who was unable to speak. Miracle 18, he raised an invalid in the city of Bethesda. And miracle 19, he fed 5,000 with two fish and a few loaves of bread miracle 20 he walked on water in the midnight hour but he was saving the best for last miracle 21 he healed sick people as they touched his garment as he walked by the sea of Gennesaret miracle 22 a gentile woman's daughter was demon possessed and he healed her and gave her back her life miracle 23 He opened the ears of a dumb and a deaf man. Miracle 24. He fed 4,000 people. Plus women and children. Miracle 25. He healed a blind man. Stuck in the city of Bethesda. But he was saving. The best for last. 26. He healed a man born blind. By spitting on his eyes. 27. Healed a boy with an unclean spirit whose daddy came to him for help. 28, he paid his tax to the IRS by getting money out of a fish's mouth. 29, healed the blind, the mute, and the demonic. Number 30, healed a woman who had been bound together for 18 years, but he was still saving the best for last. 31, he healed a man with the dropship. 32, cleansed 10 lepers on their way to Jerusalem. 33, raised Lazarus back to dead. 34, gave sight to Bartimaeus. 35, cursed the fig tree and caused it to die. 36, healed the servant's severed ear. Why he tried to kill him in Gethsemane. 37, he caught a miraculous catch of fish after the resurrection at the Sea of Tiberias. But the greatest miracle of all was his death out on the cross. It was a miracle that God would become man and take man's sins upon himself. To cure his rebellion against God. It was a miracle that he became the sacrificial lamb to take away the sin of the world. Am I the only one excited right there? It was a miracle that he laid down his life. It was a miracle that he died, was buried, and raised back to life. But he still saved the best for last. The best for last? was that one Friday morning when he came down to the Los Padrino's Juvenile Hall, reached inside of that cell, saw this little boy from Watts, arrested for a drive-by shooting, entered into my heart, saved me, and gave me everlasting life. He saved the best But maybe your story goes right there. You say, no, pastor. He saved the best for last when he saved me. He saved the best for last when he saved my grandchildren. He saved the best for last when he saved my mama. Can I get a witness right there? Is there anybody here glad today he did a miracle for mama? Is there anybody here glad today? he did for your mama, yeah. what he did for mine. Yeah. I'm so glad my mama's with the Lord. Yeah. So glad the miracle of eternal life yeah. belongs to her. And guess what y'all, I'm going to see her again. Yeah. I'm on my way. Yeah. I got my ticket punch. Yeah. I know where she is. And when I get the glory, yeah. I'm a 1st go gonna see Jesus. Yeah. You know who I'm gonna see? Secondly, yeah. mama. I'm going to see where she's living. Going to tell her, thank you for praying for your boy. Thank you for living a life for me. Thank you for introducing me to the Christ. Let's give God some praise. Hallelujah. Praise him, would you come? Would you bow your heads with me? Our Father and our God, we come today to thank you. Thank you for what you've done for us. Thank you that Jesus had a heart for his... a miracle to bless her because she knew he would bless others. Today we celebrate our mothers as we talked about. But more than that, we celebrate what you've done for us. How you came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Thank you, Father. For your word reminds us He who has the son has life. But he who has not the son has not life. And so today, Father, we are mentioning to you that somebody under the sound of our voice doesn't know you. And they need a personal relationship with you. Would you draw them now with your love? Thank you, Father, for reminding us that you love the world so much. You gave your only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in you will not perish, but have everlasting life. Thank you, Jesus. While your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, if you're here today and you say, Pastor, I don't know Jesus like that. I don't have a relationship with him, but I want to have one. Will you just wave your hand in the air? Online and on land, I want to see you. I want to pray with you. Amen. Secondly, if you're here today and you say, Pastor, I'm a Christian, I know I'm saved, would you raise your hand and just wave at me? If you're a Christian in the house, I'm going to assume if I don't see your hand, you're not. Okay, thank you so much. For those who have not raised their hand, I want to pray for you that you would invite God in. Simply pray this prayer with me. Our Father, I'm a sinner and I need my sin forgiven. Jesus, come into my heart and save me. I believe you still work miracles come into my heart and be my savior thank you Jesus for saving me in your name I pray Have you prayed that prayer today and you're here on land with us? Before you leave this sanctuary today, this room to my right, your left, there's going to be a counselor at the door. Would you stop by there? We have some information for you. We want to give to you as you start your walk with Christ. Second of all, if you're online and you're watching this, would you send us a message online? Pastor, I prayed to ask Jesus in my life and put your email or your phone number in there so we can reach out to you immediately. We're grateful for you. We're gonna do two things and then we're gonna to leave today. The brothers have a very special lunch that they prepared for the moms today and you're gonna get that on your way out. What we like to do now is call your attention to the screen. The ladies will continue to sing this song. But here's a video announcement for you.